back to another episode of In Jessica's Corner, where I'm your host, Jessica, serving up honesty, transparency, and an open invitation to keep it real, raw, and uncut. While a marketer by profession, I understand the need of genuine interactions. So as I would position your brand for greatness, It's my goal that this podcast positions my listeners to soar beyond the limitations placed on their lives, honestly take a look in the mirror of self-reflection, and journey through the process of redevelopment as I continue to do the same. Thank you so much for listening. I hope that you enjoy. Welcome back to another episode of In Jessica's Corner. So today we are going to discuss something that social media has really given me an opportunity to really dissect and that is the better than you complex. So am I the only one or has anyone else ever realized that social media has such a competitive nature? There's always the desire to have the best wedding, the best wedding ring, the best weave or the best wig, the best car, the best shoes, the prettiest house, the baddest purse, the best job, the largest social media influence, the best boyfriend or girlfriend, the best side piece, the best friends, and the list can go on forever and ever. But I think the one thing that we completely forget is like we don't know the truth of any of those best portrayals and the reality of all of this stands in we all fall short at some point. So even if you are presented as the best at some point, some way, somehow, you will become the worst at something. To me, it's a very confusing approach to life because It encourages crucifixion and so much more judgment. Um, Now, personally, for me, when I get on social media, I look at it as a motivation to define my own happiness when maybe I'm not sure what I really want out of a, a husband or a car or a job or some shoes or a purse or a house or a profession or a future or a career or a lifestyle, whatever that is. So for me, I look at it as motivation to define my own happiness, but I am very clear about the fact that a lot of people use this comparison approach to either crucify or lay down so much judgment that it almost becomes this way of life that if you have not achieved what they have, then you are losing. You aren't living a great life. You aren't doing the best that you can do and you need to do better because of what they've done. And I just want to know, when did we really get so committed to working 10 times harder to do something better than anyone else on our timeline? Beyond that, I'm curious to understand, has social media opened the door for the gratification of victory over the next person? Or did it start in kindergarten when you got that new hair bow or some bomb ass sneakers that several people in your class liked? So the point I want to make there is that this ability to compare one person to the other based on what they have, what they're doing, where they're going, where they are and how they portray themselves overall, it started well before we became adults, well before social media even became a factor in our lives. 
And we really have to take a step back and understand that us having victory over the next person, us being deemed the best while someone else is deemed the worst, the way that I look at life at this point, you are as strong as your weakest link. There is no way that we can consider ourselves strong and triumphant if our community has not been able to excel to the same level. Now, I'll be clear and say that I'm not necessarily the most open person when it comes to as I begin to build myself up, as I begin to grow and soar, I am persistent about coming back and getting the people that I left behind to be sure that they're able to do the same. And I'll be completely transparent in saying that the reason that I'm really not over ecstatic about a practice such as that is because sometimes I feel like the people that we want to get it the most are the people that we have to wait until they're ready to get it because I can't force you to want this as bad as I want it for you. And I also feel like if you want it, the influence of me getting it is a blessing in disguise for you because you know that because God blessed me with this and because you're connected to me, your blessing is on the way. And so I kind of look at it like perhaps I don't have to come back and grab you because the favor of God will rest upon us so great that that attraction to that next blessing, you'll be so hungry for it. You'll be so humble for it that we'll be a united front to get you there as a team. Versus just thinking I got there and you can just glorify my success without ever really considering how we can succeed as a team. And so I look at that kind of like comparison of what's happening for someone else. It influences me. It inspires me to take a moment and look at me and see what I can do to be better. See what I can do to be greater. See what I can do to find my own niche. To me, that that means so much more than just trying to do what the next person did. Create my own avenue, create my own platform, find my own voice, stand true to that, define what I want and make that happen for me. But use the influence of someone else achieving that for themselves to get me there. And as a woman, and more specifically as a black woman, or maybe even just a human being. I want everyone to win. Why can't we all slay? Why can't we all fall in love? Why can't we all enjoy companionship? And why can't we all just live the way we want to? I really think that we as people and we as a social media society have to really give some thought to the power that we give social media. Social media was supposed to enhance the existence of community. And while it has done that, it has also enhanced the ability to tear that community down, to call out all of the shortcomings and loopholes to disaster that society can possibly magnify through a channel such as social media. I just think it's time for us to really look at social media and use it from a positive perspective versus always trying to use it to compare someone else to then either make ourselves feel greater than and make them feel less than. For what reason do we win by devaluing next person? Is that the only way that we are considered of some value? 
And then we really have to take a moment and think about our own selves. At what point do we call out ourselves for not being able to stand flat-footed in a world where there will always be someone that's better than you, greater than you, can do more than you, has done more than you, has gone further than you have, that we can like look at their success and use it as motivation and never use it to downplay their success and also never use whatever success we've achieved to downplay whatever minimal success someone coming behind us may have achieved thus far. We really have to like, it's all about perspective and it's all about looking at it from a positive outlook of influence and enhancement, not to tear down and destruct. So to me, the one thing that I think this behavior has forced me to do is just sit back and consider the time, the energy, the effort, and the stress that's put into trying to be better than someone. Why not be better than you? Challenge yourself to succeed beyond your last achievement. Do more than yesterday. Motivate more. Inspire more. Learn more. Grow more. And just do more in every facet of your life. I think that when we take the time to be better than we were yesterday and we use that mantra to fuel our day-to-day interactions and our day-to-day operations of our personal lives, our professional lives, any portion of our lives, I think when we give our energy to that, we soar to higher heights of better. And I think that that's like the... That That is the focal point at this point. We can no longer be concerned with anyone else's doing on our timeline because I think the most important thing to consider here is at, at the end of your life, when God asks for the account of your life, he'll never ask, did you do this better than so-and-so? Did you get further than so-and-so? The comparison to anyone else doesn't matter because you are responsible for you. And so you have to start looking at it a little bit differently. Be your own competition. Be better than you were yesterday, last year, last month, last week, decades from now, so that when you reflect on the success that you've achieved to that very moment, you are proud of the progress, the expansion of who you are. You are proud of where you have come from. You are proud of the person that you've become. You are also proud of that constant chase to be better continually never failing so for me my request is very simple shoot for a better job shoot for your dream wedding shoot for your dream house shoot for your dream car and then watch how it will shift your grind when you start to focus on the things that you want You'll develop a plan to get there. If you're hungry enough, your grind will change to something you've never seen. You'll notice that your willingness to go the extra mile to get things done because you know what's going to get you to that next step. It will multiply exponentially. And you may feel overwhelmed, overworked, undervalued. But I promise that all your hard work will never be in vain because 
at the end of all this, the reward is the goal that you set in mind to work towards. So please do yourself a favor and be better than you were yesterday. And then you'll begin to realize that you will become more committed to yourself than you've ever been to anyone else because you deserve that. Because the only way that you can be better is if you are committed to being a better you for you on a daily basis. You will become a positive influence for others without the thirst to ever be seen. The one thing that I've observed about this growth within myself is that people see the growth in me without me even trying to show it off. Conversations and interactions and even just this podcast is the way that I am reconnecting with people that I otherwise may have been disconnected for a variety of reasons. But the one thing that stands true is that they hear the message that I'm trying to send. They appreciate the impact that I'm trying to have. And beyond that, they love and admire my commitment to just be better for me. And it encourages and inspires them to do the same for themselves. And for me, that's that's the largest reward that I can get from all of this effort that I put into this. Beyond that, the grind breeds transparency. If at any point, if in any way, you have made an attempt to hide the struggle, to conceal the worry, the stress, the depression, if applicable, at the point that you have tried to paint the perfect picture without ever displaying the journey, you'll start to realize that that conversation that you were uncomfortable about having, where you could really call a thing a thing, be completely upfront about how something made you feel, how difficult it was to get to this point, or even that moment, that aha moment when you realized that what you were doing wasn't going to get you where you wanted to be. Who you had become was someone that you hated. Once you get to that point, that's when you begin to realize that this this commitment to you allows you to be so open and honest with people that you'll start to connect with people on a completely different level because there's relatability. You aren't the only one that, that felt the way you felt, that is feeling the way you are currently feeling, or that will feel the way you may feel in the future. And that communal understanding increases the potential for transparency across communities around the world. Beyond that, you'll be able to testify to the enhancement of your focus. You will realize that as you begin to change your perspective, your focus, your level of focus, I should say, is so sharp. Distractions will come. And distractions are persistent, so they will work too. But at some point, even with a distraction, you will fall. You'll derail and jump right back on the horse and continue to ride. It's one of those things where maybe, maybe distracted for a short period, but still on the pathway to greatness every time. The bigger picture here is it's healthy to worry about you. And simply observe the happenings of everything else. And I'll say that again. 
It's healthy to worry about you and simply observe the happenings of everything else. Put all that effort that you may have been putting into trying to be just like that one person on your timeline that seems that they have it all together because you have no idea what they have to do to stay on track. You have no idea what they have to do to portray that perfect image on a consistent basis. You have no idea what type of demons they're fighting with on a day-to-day basis just to put that pretty smile and give you that perfect pose every time a picture goes up or every time they have another post about some great opportunity that has fallen into their lap. Just simply observe the happenings of everything else. Don't worry about why it's not happening for you. All you need to worry about is how you can be better than you were before. I hope that this particular discussion today definitely encouraged you and inspired you to take a moment and look at where you are. Identify where you're going currently. Identify if that's where you want to be. And if not, identify where you want to be in the future. And then carve out that plan to make it happen. As always, I appreciate you all for listening to me. I appreciate you all for tuning in to another episode of In Jessica's Corner. As always, I'll ask that you like, share, comment, and subscribe. This is one of those topics that I really want you all to spread as much as possible. So if you do have a friend, or if you do have an acquaintance, Or if you just feel like this is a message that needs to be screened to the mountaintops, then my request for you is to simply share this once. And if you feel like it needs to be shared multiple times, then thank you so much for that too in advance. Thank y'all so much for supporting me and I can't wait to chat with you guys next time.